everyone. It's April, and here we are again this week um, after our wonderful Christmas. Um, Tony and I are here to talk with Veronica and also to, you know, give you your pet update for the week. I have to report that the feral cat I talked about last week, his name is, we call him Blondie. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous, fluffy-haired orange cat that showed up on my property mm, a couple of years ago now, and I've been keeping him upstairs, can't let him out, and for a long time he was just, you know, antisocial. Well, as I said last week, he's now downstairs and starting to be a little bit more social. And I'm so happy to report that he has taken up residence. I have a cat tree that's in the shape of a sunflower. It's got this little, like a little sunflower that you can sit in. He's taken up residence in it. He's holding court. He's there most of the day. And I've got a little, I've got maybe three or four inches closer to him this week than I have been. He's starting to trust me, maybe a smidge more. But he's happy. There's been a change in how he looks out of his face. And I'm very observant of such things. You can tell a lot by the way an animal looks at you. And he's, he's happy. He's got a different look on his face. So I'm hoping that as this progresses, that he becomes more comfortable. And maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get to touch him at some point because the fur he has is just exquisite. But he's making good progress. Uh, it's been a long road with him, but being patient, I guess, is the way to handle it. Because he, he must have had some bad things happen to him along the way. But he is so afraid of humans. I mean, I just breathe crooked and he runs to the other room. But he is now taking up residence on this um, cat tree. It's a little tiny cat tree. It's a little shape of a flower. And he's enjoying it. The other cats, they head bump him as they walk by. They go, hey, how you doing? He didn't have that before. So I feel like he's taking back some of his life force. And I'm hoping that continues. Every week I cross my fingers and say, okay, today he's going to do a little bit more. And he hasn't disappointed so far. So far he has done a little progress for me every day, which has made me very happy. It's a wonderful Christmas present. So, Tony, are you still uh, there? There she is. Uh, I'm here. How how are you, darling? I am so good. I am just having fun with my animals. It's, it's a little cold out here, and I'm not going to get into temperatures because you'll shame me out I'll, of the room. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. No, but it's a little chilly for us right now. And we're supposed to get a little rain tonight, but I'm all ready for the rain. And everybody's doing really great. We had a wonderful Christmas. Did you have a good one? How was your, how was your puppy? A peaceful, calm Christmas. All the kids are doing good. Knock on wood. Um. Alex is going in next week to be groomed at the vet, which means he has to be sedated. Um, yeah, well, they have to. I mean, the stress level is much too high for them and the people who are trying to trim him. So we take him to the vet. We have him watched over carefully, and we get it done. Yeah. Just a little cocktail yeah. before the work. <laughs> yeah. Just a little cocktail. Yeah, yeah, just to get them calmed down. Because sometimes that's necessary, you know. I mean, they get all they get themselves all stressed out, and it makes everything worse. Well, I give them, 
uh, yeah, I give them a bath before I take them to the vet. So he's even stressed with a bath. So with clippers mm. coming at him and having his nails trimmed, it's better to have him sedated. Yeah. And I was yeah. so it against makes everybody, that. It makes it happier for everybody. I was so he's against pr- that. He's pretty young and healthy. He's a big boy. He'll be, he'll be fine. He should be fine, yeah. So that's what's going on here. Okay. Well, I'm going to go get Veronica. And you've okay. got a question. So when she gets there, I'm going to shuffle off to Buffalo. Got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. And, um, you know, I always encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, Yes, we are. Good day to you. Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Isabel. My mother-in-law is 76 years old, and she has been spiraling downward with depression, panic disorder, and anxiety for the first time in her life. Will she ever be back to being the vibrant, happy, healthy person she was six months ago. Well, underneath the sort of mishap of her biology, she still is vibrant, happy, and healthy. The biology is deteriorating somewhat. And a lot of times, unfortunately, that deterioration happens a bit in the brain and causes the individual incarnate to feel like they are out of sync with everything. And that's what's happened to your mom. She's feeling the difference. And there's a part of her that's a little bit of afraid of that. We think that she is on a journey. And she has a lot of time left, but she's caught up in the fear of the transition a bit. And her thought process isn't, thinking up with her biology as much as she would like it to. So therefore, she feels like she's just dangling out in thin air on a little rope that's dwindling. You know, the rope is coming apart, and that's all she's got to hold her steady. We do think that there is room for improvement, but as the body ages, it's really difficult to keep all the working parts in order. We do think her body is trying, and there may be some rallying that goes on where she does come a little bit better. But what is really happening here is that the biology wants to wear down. She fights it. She really does fight it. But it's a little delicate dance that she has to do to keep her focus in the linear because her focus wants to go to the eternal because the body is starting to step back a little bit. We don't think she'll return to a super linear experience. She will rally. And she'll have some really good moments, which we do believe you should take advantage of and really spend some good time with her. But ultimately, she will make the transition. But it isn't going to be for a while. So you're going to have her sort of bouncing back and forth from being good and not being so good. Enjoy the times that she is. And the times that she's not so good, be supportive, be loving, and most of all, be present if you can to let her know that Her connection with the linear doesn't involve just herself. It also involves you. So we think that, you know, you've got time, dear. 
but it is a difficult dance that she's taking at this time. All right, our next question is coming from Jerry. Will the world ever settle back into a peaceful and harmonic energy? Mm. Well, the world does a lot of things. It fluctuates back and forth. And there's always been difficulty and negativity and unpeaceful events on the planet. It's a pretty barbaric environment. If you look back at the history, there's more fighting than there is, you know, kumbaya by the campfire. There's a lot of energy in the linear reality. And the place has never been a beacon of peace. Right now, it seems like every corner of the earth is not participating in peaceful moments. Look at it as this, that everything is cleaning up. And look at it as an opportunity. Now, if you're in that and you're wanting peace to happen, be peaceful. Be the ingredient that you want it to be. And that is harmonic, harmon harmony and peace. Start being that way yourself. If each one of the incarnates started to be peaceful and harmonic within themselves and made it a destination every day, there can be a return to peace and harmony. There have been more, some of the most moments as you move through your history, you'll find moments of peace and harmony, but most likely not so much. So be the peace. Be the one who spreads the harmony. Be the one who looks at everything from maybe a little bit more rosy-colored glass than the average person. Negativity is part of the DNA of the physical reality on Earth. It's just there. You can choose to engage it, or you can choose to say, mm, yeah, I don't think so. And if all of you said, no, I don't think so, there can be change. But it can't be sort of a mammy-pammy, half of you say it and half of you kind of say it kind of thing. You have to be committed to the peace and harmony within you. And then that will ooze out of you and help change the reality. So when you're with your friends, encourage them. Encourage them to embrace their peace. Encourage them to decide not to engage in negativity. Encourage that. And then most importantly, do it yourself with a commitment and a force that the whole planet would be you know, have to reckon with. If everyone did it, it would work. So make the decision and do it. All right, Veronica, our next question is coming from Wade. I'm curious as to the role music plays in our lives. Where does this inspiration come from? And does music have some sort of interconnection with our higher selves? Well, music is vibration. The tones that you hear are Higher, you know, if you hear really high tones, you're hearing a higher vibration. If you hear lower tones, it's a little bit deeper vibration. Music is something that is medicinal. It brings a vibration into play. And when your vibration connects to it, like you're listening to the song, and let's say that the energy of the song is very similar to the energy of you, it connects. It brings more strength and awareness into your body when you're aspiring to connect with that higher frequency of the music that you're listening to. 
Yes, it very much makes a difference. And we say there's a lot of times where let's say you're having a very high anxious day and you're not doing well and you're upset. You put on a piece of favorite music that allows you to sort of let go of the drama and become part of the frequency, you can really help yourself to feel better. Those interconnections with the higher self are paved with this kind of thing. So every day, listen to some music if you can. And we would think we'd be hard-pressed to find anyone on the planet that doesn't like music. Well, you might not like certain genres of music because that means that the frequency of the music doesn't match you all that well. Because some people like country music. Some people like, you know, classical music. Some people like rock and roll. And there are even those that are out there that really like the hard rock stuff, you know. Um, it all depends on how your frequency is vibrating. And you will connect very energetically with music that resonates with you. And by doing that, you strengthen yourself. So we say, listen to your music. Make it part of a medicinal program where if you're feeling anxious and depressed and everything, you play the music and allow yourself to ride the wave of frequency so that your frequency can improve. It's a very simple thing to do, but you just have to commit to it. And we highly recommend that all of you do. Okay, our next question is coming from Angela. Can one reach out for contact with their over-soul? Hmm. Well, over-souls, the whole process of it is pretty complicated and a little bit difficult to give you a complete answer about the abilities of the over-soul and contact with it. We would say you can contact your over-soul but because of the higher frequency of that soul, it would be more fruitful to go through, you know, your, your, your higher self and your soul group and then go into the, you know, that kind of uh, over-soul connection. We'd say very much that it's important for all of you, if you really want to understand what the over-soul can do and can't do and understand the process of it all, you should, re you should read the book, Education of Oversoul 7. There's like a little series of them, like three of them, and it was written by Jane Roberts. It was channeled by her. We'd say if you're wanting to know more about the process of your soulful connections, those are books you should read because they will open up and give you more content than we could ever give you in the short amount of time we have with you each week. You can reach out for contact, but it's going to be difficult because it'd be like speaking a different language. You can connect with that by moving through your own soulful moments up through the hierarchy of your own soul. You can get close to it, but direct contact with the oversoul usually is not available because of the high frequency of the oversoul. It just doesn't line up with linear reality, which is so thick and dense. But your oversoul knows who you are. And your oversoul was always hoping and wondering and contemplating how they can help you. But contacting it directly, we think, would be a little difficult. So we encourage all of you to read The Education of Oversoul 7. It's not an easy read. It's a little easier than, say, you know, some of the things that Seth wrote. It's in a story form. But we do think it will open all of your eyes to the complexities 
of the soul hierarchy. We think you all should know that. So go out and get it today. They're very cheap. Um, you can probably get a, you know, one of those paperback books for a little nothing. And it will expand your mind way beyond. And we're always encouraging the expansion of all of your awarenesses. So read the books. See what it does for you. Well, Veronica, that was our last question. And if you want to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. Okay. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And, you know, we get really interesting questions. So as I always encourage you to write in, don't be shy. If you want to know more about another topic or a topic that Veronica talked about, write in. And we'll get it on the air as soon as we can. And again, write into innerwhispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Well, holiday season. The time where you reconnect with those you love. The time that you reconnect with yourself. The time where you exchange energy through the form of presence with those you care about and respect. Use the holiday time as well to rejuvenate. We realize it can be a very busy time, you know, running here to there to all the parties and all the commitments that a holiday brings. But there's also a little time in there, we believe, for all of you to take some time to be with yourself. Sit with yourself and be quiet. Take all the chitter-chatter that plagues you every day, that distracts you every day, set it aside. And just sit with your own energy. Feel the vibration of you. If you have a small crystal, put it in the palm of your hand and put the other hand on top of it so you can feel that electromagnetic energy as it flows from one hand to another. That's who you really are. That's your signature, that vibration. And being on a planet that's, you know, fraught with uh, difficulties, it's always important to be really connected with your own energy. And your energy needs maintenance, just like everything else. You take a shower, you take, you know, you eat food. Why not take some time and connect energetically with your soul and allow that soul to stretch a little bit and rest a lot and spend some time treating yourself well. Give yourself that extra energy to jump back in there when the holidays are over and do what you came here to do. We connect with your purpose. But you're in the linear reality. You've got to take care of yourself. And you've got to treat yourself kindly whenever you can. And all of you are on a very high level of difficulty in this current reality. It's very high level. So that means you have to take more time to focus on what's good in you and your frequency. So during this holiday season, yes, go to parties, have fun, connect with those you love, but also connect with your soul and allow that soul to stretch and become more aware and more comfortable in a thick, dense reality. And by doing the maintenance and by doing the care for yourself, you'll be able to do that. You all live a very hectic, chaotic existence on this planet. Take the time to do the maintenance. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult for you to get through it, you know, easily. So use the holiday to regenerate as well as reconnect. 
Well, thank you, Veronica. That was a beautiful message. And want to thank you for listening to the show. Have a happy new year. And we'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.